Did it sign the dudes, so I'm drinking on sunset and broad day. Did it a change scene, flew out to Tennessee. Now I'm doing the same thing on Broadway. Baby, what do you say? Got a bar stool here with your name on it. Baby, what do you say? Shortstop, and there's a lot of good ones. Javi Baez, Carlos Correa, they would pay Marcus Semyon the most, and I totally agree. I picked Toronto at the beginning at the beginning of the year to win the AL East, and he was a huge reason why. I mean, he's a former AL MVP finalist. Like this guy can ball, and he got what 20 million, so he's gonna get an absolute bag. To your point, Colin. All right, welcome back to the 20th installment of Clubhouse Convos. 20 in, boys. How we doing? Doing well. Good. How about rainy you? Day. Pretty good. Rainy Friday. Got the day off. Recording the pod a little early because we all got busy Fourth July 4th weekends coming up. Uh, this podcast is going to be our MLB All-Star podcast. So all three of us have created our own rosters. Uh, this has nothing to do with finalists, voting. That's all excluded. This is just who we See, as the All-Stars, Evan and I don't even know the rosters. They were released last night. Um, if I didn't already say, we're recording on Friday. Um, so released last night, Evan and I don't know, Newman does. So Newman's going to lead this podcast. So Newman, however you want to do it, hit it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so just before we start, just a quick update. Um, Suns punched their ticket to the final. Bucks won last night without Giannis. They're up 3-2. And Tampa's up 2 well. So I don't yep. know if you guys want to comment on that before we start. Suns, I saw coming. Yeah, at this point. Hawks are the, the, without Trey Young. The injuries, the injuries suck. Like, no Giannis, no Trey Young. Come yeah. on. Hawks are nothing without Trey Young. Yeah. I remember I, All right. I – wait, real quick, Newman. I remember I pointed out just a couple weeks ago on a podcast that, like, the injuries, they're just so unpredictable. We talked a little bit about that. And it's we're going to see it both teams without their stars. So, uh, one more thing before we get into it, I feel like an absolute idiot for thinking Montreal had a chance. Me as well. <laughs> it's not even All close. Right. Yeah, I know. We'll, we'll see. I think they take one of them eventually, but well, they um, only got two more chances before they're done. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I figure I figure we'll just go around the horn um each give our pick and then i'll tell you guys the finalists and the pick and if you want to give your reactions sure. feel free uh so we'll start with catchers uh heading to the al scully you want to start off uh i took salvi perez in kc uh he's been fantastic this year um i know he's sitting around 270 18 homers i believe kind of rejuvenated his career after a couple off years um kind of decimated with injuries but, yeah, happy to see him bounce back. It's good for baseball that Salvi's uh, hopefully an all-star again. I'm all, I think I did see him and the NL catcher. Those were the two that I did see. I didn't see this one, but I agreed with you. I said Salvador Perez. For me in the AL, this really wasn't hard. I think I came down between Salvador Perez and Gary Sanchez, and I thought that was a pretty easy decision. Um like Colin pointed out, he's hit a lot of bombs this season. Rejuvenated. 19, not 18. 19. Yeah, so he's he's been fantastic. And, and that's the thing about the catcher. It's just such a tough position. So I think really in each league, there's only about two or three guys that really stand out. So for me, this catch, uh, the catcher pick was pretty easy. 
and Salvador Perez has just led the way in the American League. Yeah, I have Perez as well. First in hits, Ribby's home runs, uh, hitting 278. That's pretty good for a catcher. Uh, so the finalists were Salvador Perez, Yasmani Grandal, and fucking Martin Maldonado, who's hitting below 200. So is Grandal. Um, I know. Well, the OB- OBP for uh, Grandal is pretty Still. good. So Perez, Perez won with 62% of the vote. Maldonado got second. Like, what the fuck? And Gary wasn't <laughs> even on the list. So Why I was Gary, Gary not on there? Gary, I had down as an honorable mention for me, uh, second place. Um, so we'll flip over to the NL. Scully, your catcher. <laughs> Hold on. Maldonado, though. He's hitting 181 with 21 runs, five homers, and 21 RBIs. It's just yeah. disgusting. I don't, I don't understand. That's awful. Um, all right. I'm up. Where are we going? NL catcher. Oh, we're not. Okay. Uh, I have Buster Posey. Um, really couldn't name another catcher in the NL besides Will Smith and Real Muto. Um, also, Wilson Contreras, I know, has had a decent year. But I think Posey, again, similar to Perez, had a couple of bad years lately. A lot of injuries. And it's good for baseball that he's good again, and so are the Giants. Yeah, Buster Posey for me as well. Somebody in my main league in fantasy dropped him earlier in the year, and I was lucky enough to pick him up. So just a huge ad for me. I've had my drops, which have been brutal. We've texted about those, but Buster's been fantastic this year. He's a huge part of why the Giants are where they are. And I've talked about it before. I think he – they didn't have him last year. So coming into this year, I think he's a huge reason why some of these pitchers are pitching so well. I think he calls a fantastic game behind the plate too. So that's something that can't be overlooked. We've seen what Cueto has been able to do. Alex Wood, Di Scalfani, Kevin Gosman, uh, all putting up very good seasons. So I think he's a real X factor on that team. And I think he's top three reason why they are where they are. Yeah. I'm with you guys. I think both catchers were pretty pretty easy picks i mean he's hitting 333 which is good for any player much less a fucking catcher that's incredible ops is almost one which would be insane uh he did win with 60 percent of the vote uh molina in second and Contreras in third uh do you guys do you want to just run down like the al first or do you want to like keep switching like this yeah what i feel like we should do one side first i agree okay all right we'll do that all right so we'll do the al uh first base I feel like this one's pretty easy, but I'll, Scully, I'll let you uh, give your pick. Uh, I took Vlad Guerrero Jr. I don't think there's much doubt about it. He's going to have the best regular season that doesn't win the MVP in a long time. 100%. I took Vlad as well. Not really much else to say. He's put up a phenomenal season. Real, It's just hard to believe the Blue Jays aren't in first place or, or a few games back of Boston, I think they're eight back right now. They just don't have the pitching and it just sucks. Cause I love to see Vlad and the rest of those boys get a chance in the postseason to, to show off what they can do. Yeah. I mean, Blue Jays lead the league in home runs, which they, you ex- you'd expect them to be higher in their the standings. The AL East is just so fucking good. Uh, Vlad got the most votes of any player. Um, Guriel in second and then Jose Abreu in third. Uh, Ariel is an honorable mention for me. Yeah, it's surprising. I, he was so late in our fantasy draft. I almost scooped him up in like the twentieth round. Uh, I have a question because I have a I have a couple guys that play first base on my bench. Should I mention them now? Sure. No, 
Oh, I, I was going to say we should just save our our honorable mentions for it. Well, this is my bench, not my honorable mention. Oh, sure. Okay, yeah. Uh, I yeah, had Matt yeah. Olson. Matt Olson on my bench. Um, he's been very good this year. I'm trying to find his. Um, here you go. Matt Olson this year, 287, 51 runs, 20 homers, 53 RBIs, sprinkled in three steals. Um Oakland's in a good spot in the standings. Olsen's having a really good year bouncing back, hit 195 last year. I think he definitely deserves some all-star consideration. Evan, what's that fucking face for? No, I'm just wondering how he didn't get second or third. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. This this voting is such bullshit. Um, there's another guy that I have that also plays first base, also plays the outfield. Um, where the hell did he go? Oh, Jared Walsh of the Los Angeles Angels, I believe, deserves a lot of credit as well. He's been a star for them this year, 42 runs, 20 homers, 58 RBIs, two steals, hitting 282. Nobody knew who he was before this year, and now he's the third best hitter on that team. I mean, yeah, he's been better than Rendon this year. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm shocked that Walsh isn't on that list either, Newman. I agree. He was my second choice too. A lot of home runs, a lot of hits. For Real him. quick, Newman, uh, just like to jump in a couple thoughts. Matt Olson, 20 homers, hitting about 300. I don't know how. As good of a year as Gurriel's had, I still think I would put him second. And Abreu, I wouldn't even probably put him top five, honestly. I put Walsh ahead of him. And Jared Walsh, we saw that clutch grand slam the other night off of Roldis Chapman. Just the bat flip, I watched that probably awesome. five times. It was just awesome. Just swings, lets it go. It was fantastic to watch all right we'll jump to second base let's go marcus Semyon. uh you guys know i love this guy seventh ranked player in fantasy of course on my team um heading into free agencies putting up just a five tool five tool season 60 runs 20 homers 52 rbi 10 steals he's hitting 291 lead off for the blue jays again you got guys like Semyon and bichette and guerrero three all-stars for me how do they not have more wins it's just it's shocking to me i think semyon's been phenomenal this year and he's gonna get a huge bag in the offseason yep gonna get a huge bag signed a one-year deal with toronto um i was watching a little bit of the youtube tv game seattle and uh toronto and mark derosa touched on how he thinks mark marcus semyon's probably the best free agent shortstop and there's a lot of good ones javi baez carlos correa they would pay Marcus Semyon the most, and I totally agree. I picked Toronto at the beginning at the beginning of the year to win the AL East, and he was a huge reason why. I mean, he's a former AL MVP finalist. Like this guy can ball, and he got what twenty million, so he's going to get an absolute bag. To your point, Colin. Yeah, I mean, Evan, can we talk about real quick how bad those YouTube TV announcers were? Like, holy shit! Yeah, it's like Brian Kenny. He's okay. They were talking about like their fucking shoes in the middle of the game. Like, <laughs> I didn't know who the uh, other guy was. I knew like I liked Rosa though. A British guy. It was weird. Yes, uh, there was the British guy. I didn't. I didn't know who that was. Yeah, I have Semyon as well. I mean, I won't touch on it. You guys spoke to all the his stats. I have. I mean, Altuve for me. I almost flipped to Altuve. He's having a great year. Um, but I had to stick with Semyon. So Toronto on the right side of the infield all the way. Uh, Altuve did come in second, and then DJ Lemayu came in third. I mean, he's kind of been non-existent for the beginning of the season. So, but I couldn't yeah. think of anyone else who would even like be worth putting on that list. I mean, with Merrifield over DJ LeMahieu, I would personally go that route. Oh, yeah. Too, like 25 but... steals. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, we'll flip to we'll go to short, I guess. This one I think is a two man race. I'm curious what you guys said, Scully. Uh, well, real quick, that... I, oh, go. I was just gonna say two man race between who, Bichette and Bogarts, or Bogarts and and Correa. I think it's between Bichette and Bogarts. I looked at Correa as decided I couldn't put him up there. Uh, I went Bogarts, maybe a little Red Sox bias in me, but he leads all AL shortstops. I think all MLB shortstops in in many categories. I believe it's hits, homers, um, trying to find them. Here you go. I think it's hits, homers, average, maybe. I think Bichette has two more homers, but yes, the rest are correct. Um, yeah, I mean, he's just been phenomenal, hitting 329, 13 bombs, 50 runs, even got five steals, and he plays a great defensive shortstop. Uh, really, to me, should be in the MVP uh, conversation. He, he won't win, obviously, because of guys like Otani and Guerrero who are having out-of-this-world seasons. Um, but I think he definitely deserves to be in that conversation. And one of the reasons the Red Sox are the tied for the best record in baseball right now. He's just a star. I mean, I feel like we're stealing money from him. Eight years, 105. It's just <laughs> unbelievable work by the Red Sox front office. And, yeah, he's just he's a fucking beast. Yeah, Bogarts for me as well. Um, and I don't even think this is biased. I think he's the best shortstop in the AL by kind of by far. I think he's the best shortstop in baseball. Who would I put for the NL? Wait, let me just check. Uh, no, I would not put him above the other guy. But – I would still super good year. And I remember we went to the Red Sox game a like, what was it a month ago? And you said, I mean, who's better than this guy at shortstop? I Colin, I remember you saying that. Uh, and he's probably, I'd say third in AL MVP to your point behind those two guys. So just having a phenomenal year, you got to reward him. Yep. I agree with you guys. I tried to find any reason to put Bichette ahead of him, but I really couldn't. I mean, he's hitting 329, 25 doubles, 95 hits, I believe leads pretty much pretty much everyone on my list um so i think he was a lock uh it was a close race 42 percent for him 37 percent for bichette mm. and correa in third it's probably one of the closest race of any position uh so that was interesting uh we'll hop down to third scully who's your third baseman i'll say real quick i did include bichette on my bench yeah I had him on honorable mentions i don't even have him on my bench he'll definitely make it on the reserve list for sure yeah uh, my third baseman sticking in Boston, Rafael Devers. If it weren't for Vlad Guerrero, he'd be having the best year of all third basemen. He'd lead the league in RBIs, although he might right now. Um, Guerrero yes. with 66 and Devers with 69. 69. So, yeah, I mean, again, 55 runs, 20 shots, 69 RBI, 288. I guess uh, I'll give you this. The defense isn't always there every night, but – He's just a stud at the plate. Going to be a phenomenal baseball player for the next 10 to 15 years, and I hope he's with Boston for the remainder of those years. Definitely my starting third baseman this year. Yeah, I took Devers as well. We've all been in agreement. I, I'm sure that will change. I know this is probably the easiest part of – this was the easiest part of the cho uh, of the choosing. Um, but I really couldn't find anybody else who I would even say is close. So Devers by far, fantastic year to your point, Colin. You, you brought up all the stats. Just such a nice swing too. Uh, I yeah. love what he can do. And he's only, yeah. what, 22? I mean, yeah. it's unbelievable. Yeah, he's young. Yep. I have Devers as well. I think this infield was pretty easy. Probably the easiest yeah, decision I had to make. 
Yep. Uh, so Boston on the left, Toronto on the right. I want to. I do want to give a shout out to Jose Ramirez, who I think is one of the best third basemen in the league. He didn't even make the finalists group, which I think is ridiculous. Um, so Devers got sixty-one percent. Bregman in second, and then Yohan Moncada got third. I oh, think Jose on. Ramirez is fucking a beast and better than both of them. That's yeah, Bregman's been hurt, and Bregman's underperformed. I know. How can you but, put? him above ramirez the voting is just so stupid the whole system sucks well wait till we get to these outfielders for how stupid this voting is so i assume i said regardless of position just pick three outfielders i assume you guys did that yeah all right so let's i mean scully just give us your three and then okay um evan brought up this guy earlier at second base i have whit merrifield in my left field spot uh he's been Absolutely amazing on, I'd say, an overachieving Kansas City Royals team. Um, 22 steals. The dude's a speedster. Hitting 287. He's hitting 339 over his last month with four homers. Um, just an absolute great baseball player, great athlete. Can play, I'd say, honestly, every position besides maybe first base, catcher, and pitcher. Um, just, yeah, I love Whit Merrifield. I think he definitely deserves to be in this game. Uh, and if he's not, I'm going to be upset. Um, Newman and I already talked about this guy earlier. Shocked to find out that he was not starting. Cedric Mullins um, of the Baltimore Orioles. Some may make the case that this guy deserves to be in the AL MVP conversation. Uh, 42 run, 45 runs, 14 homers, only 30 RBIs, but that's because he's on such a bad team. 15 steals he's hitting 322 really the only bright spot on a really shitty Baltimore Orioles team and my third outfielder is Adolis Garcia another bright spot on an otherwise shitty baseball team Texas Rangers 40 runs 20 homers 55 RBI eight steals hitting 269 the average has taken a bit of a drop but still phenomenal year for a rookie uh, I think all three of these guys I'd honestly be kind of surprised if we didn't have at least two of the three. For me, I have one of the three. Uh, I had Cedric Mullins. I think he got a reward what he's done this year. It's just phenomenal. You think he'll slow down. He doesn't. He steals bags. He's a five-category beast. Wish I had him in fantasy. He'd be, he'd be doing me wonders. Um, just a phenomenal player. And I get Baltimore. They don't get a lot of press, but outside of even Trey Mancini. So I think this guy deserves it 100% to your point. Um, you had who Merrifield and Adolis Garcia. Adolis Garcia. Okay. So my guy, my left fielder would have to be Michael Brantley. I'm absolutely loving what this guy has done really throughout his entire career. This dude just hits for average all the time, wherever he's been, especially in Cleveland and Houston. Now just fucking just such a good baseball player hitting 345 this year. Um, he's got 88 hits. His war is 2.1, five dongs. He doesn't really hit the home run ball, but he just gets on base. Let me just tell you what his, uh, on base percentage is. Yeah. 387. So I guess doesn't take a ton of walks, but this dude just hits. And, and I think he should be rewarded with a start in the all-star game. And my other guy is Austin Meadows. I said on the podcast, I think this is a guy that could hit 40 home runs if he stays healthy, uh, this year. He's, he's hitting like 240, but he's got 54 ribbies, 16 bombs. I think he's been a real catalyst hitting cleanup for Tampa and, and been a big part of their success this season. Yeah, I mean, so Meadows didn't even make the finalist list, unfortunately. Um, I have a mix of both. I have Brantley 
Uh, I have Garcia and I have Mullins. I really wanted to leave Garcia off the list just because Joey Gallo is honestly putting up similar numbers at this point. So I didn't want to include either, but I couldn't find a reason to keep him off the list. Uh, this is where it just gets bullshit. So the finalists that didn't make it, uh, Grichik, Verdugo, Mullins did not make it. Garcia did not make it. Brantley finished in fifth. Byron Buxton finished in fourth. And your three all-star outfielders were Mike Trout, who hasn't played a fucking game in forever, Aaron Judge, and Teoscar Hernandez, who was an honorable mention for me, uh, who's putting up decent numbers. And what? Uh, which is. Aaron fucking Judge? I actually thought about him. I had him written down. I, I took him off, though, because I thought yeah. Mullins was more deserving. Mullins is far more deserving. I'm so, uh, Evan uh, is such a big Merrifield fan. I'm shocked you didn't include him. Thought about him. I took him off, though. Is he at least on the dis- bench? Yeah, he's on my bench. That disrespect to Mullins, though. I thought he was the lock of anyone. Yeah. Um, that's too. just Brantley despicable. Too. At least mm-hmm. Brantley got fifth, but still, I got to yeah, reward I thought Brantley was great. Yeah, to Colin's point, it's just a problem with the voting. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Ridiculous. Uh, so we have a DH uh, in the AL. Um this one was easy for me, but I, we were talking earlier, and you guys have some differing opinions, so we'll, we'll discuss it. Scully? Uh, it's easy I took, for me. I took J.D. Martinez. After Evan said um, Otani, I kind of was like, oh, yeah, maybe. But, like, to me, Martinez is more of a DH than Otani is, and that's kind of why I picked him. 305 this year, 17 homers, 55 RBI. Again, one of the Red Sox, two through five, that just shows up every night at the plate. Um and Otani to me is just like such a wonder that I don't know where you would start him in the AL, like in an all-star game, he could pitch, he could play right field. He could DH like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's on well, my roster, but he's not my starting. DH. Yeah. I, I, yeah. For me, he is uh, the DH. I think he's a far better hitter than he is pitcher. Um, God, I hope I'm not lagging. Okay. I don't think oh, I'm you're, good. No, you're good. Um, 28 bombs, hitting 280. Just been such a performer this year. I think I see him on MLB's Instagram account every day, which is probably overkill, but I mean, so he kind of deserves it. Uh, just hitting bombs left and right. I acquired him in a trade in fantasy this year. I've absolutely loved how that's gone, although I gave up the Grom. So I guess you kind of have to give up something to get something. But uh, Shohei's the best player in baseball right now. Uh, and I wouldn't even say it's close. I think he deserves to be the DH in the All-Star game. Yep, I'm with you, Evan. He's slugging almost 700, uh, and his OPS is over one, which is fucking insane. And it's not even the highest OPS in the league. We'll get to that other guy later. Uh, but he was a clear choice for me. Um, I don't have the vote numbers, but JD was second, and Jordan Alvarez finished third. Thought about Alvarez. No. Uh, so as far as pitchers go, they haven't released any pitchers yet, but I asked you guys to pick three starters and three relievers. I know you might have picked more. That's fine. We can because it, it was a hard fucking choice. Um, so I guess we'll start with starters, I guess. So we'll go do that first. Sure. So Scully, your starters. Um, I picked four starters. Also, uh, give your starter. Give your like all-star game starter. Yeah, so my all-star game sure. starter is Carlos Rodon. It's been so good for the Chicago White Sox this year. Uh, let me pull up his numbers. That's Zach Wheeler. Carlos Rodon. No, spoiler alert, Zach Wheeler is an all-star for me. Um, Rodon, 122 Ks in 83 and two-thirds, six wins, two three seven ERA, sub one whip. Uh, obviously, the no-hitter as well. Before this year, if you said who's the White Sox ace, I think it would have been split 50-50, Giolito or Lynn. 
and Rodon never would have been in this conversation. But at this point, to me, he is. Um, just great season. The strikeout numbers are huge. He's just been a beast. So he's my starter. Should I go through my other three as well? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, very reluctantly, I, I picked um, shithead Garrett Cole. I, I despise him, but he is probably an all-star. He's got great numbers this year besides his, his bad stretch over the last month or two. So um, 129 games on 101 innings, eight wins, two six six ERA, sub one whip. Um, like I said, bed bad in the last month, only a strikeout per inning, four six five ERA. Um, but the, uh, the hole is just too much to ignore. So he's an all-star for me. Um, another guy I already mentioned, Lance Lynn gets a nod from me as well. Only 78 and two thirds innings and 90 Ks, but seven wins, 206 ERA, sub one whip. J- again, just a great pitcher. Everyone, Evan had him as what, Cy Young sleeper or Cy Young pick? My, he was my Cy Young sleeper. Yeah, so he's had a great year. And my last pick, I had to give the nod to Kyle Gibson. In the AL, it felt like the starters were a bit weaker than the NL. Um, but Gibson, 90 innings, only 74 Ks, not that great. But two ERA, 1.01 whip, six wins on a pretty bad Rangers team. I believe they only have 25 wins all year, <laughs> which means yeah. a fourth of them come when Kyle Gibson starts, and that's only wins he gets credit for. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give him a nod as well. So, for me, I had three out of the four that you had, Colin. I had Carlos Rodon as my opening – or my – not my opening day starter, my all-star game starter. Uh, just what he's been able to do coming off Tommy John surgery, 122 strikeouts, to your point. That's the most astonishing number for me. He's got a nasty slider, hard fastball, whip under one. Uh, I look for that a lot. Lance Lynn, he was my all-star game – or fucking – or my Cy Young sleeper. Uh, so I got to stick with him here. Uh, been fantastic. He's got a whip under one. Kyle Gibson, I have him in both my fantasy leagues. Uh, whip, I actually dropped him when he went on the IL, picked him back up. What he's been able to do, he's played the Astros like three times this year. Uh, really holds them at bay every time. Uh, he just had a seven inning 10K performance against the Royals. So he's been phenomenal, ERA of two, and he has zero losses in 15 starts which I think is notable on that team. And then Chris Bassett is my fourth guy. I fucking hate Garrett Cole. He's not even going to get on my list, especially with the spider tack and then the after performance. Uh, Chris Bassett, only two losses in 17 games started. He's got nine wins, uh, whip right around one at 1.03, 109 Ks and 106 innings. He's been phenomenal. And I think you had to uh, tab one of Oakland starters, whether it be Manaya or Bassett. And I think Bassett's far and away the better guy. Yeah, I think I think the AL pitchers were far less impressive than the NL pitchers going through Easily. this. As relievers too, like I mean, the NL pitchers, holy shit, there's some really good ones. Um, so I have Gibson. Gibson's my starter. Uh, obviously, the strikeout numbers aren't flashy, uh, but ERA of two, very good. Six and zero, very good. I have Rodon as well. I only chose three, so I fucking left Garrett Cole off my list. Fuck that guy. And I also went Chris Bassett. Um, gave him a nod. <laughs> Evan, standing O, Newman, standing O. Nice pajamas, um, you little bit. Looking comfy. Yeah, nine and two, Chris Bassett, underrated. 
Should have drafted him when I had the chance. I had I fucking passed on him too. Um, ERA is three, which obviously is not as good as the other guys. Yeah, uh, um, but he's got a hundred ten strikeouts. So I'll shout out Connor Abood real quick. He tried to trade me Chris Bassett for a month straight, and I never took it. <laughs> um, I mean, in my defense, it was for Alex Reyes, who's been amazing this year. I'm sure we'll touch on him later. Um, but I, I would have loved to have Chris Bassett. Yeah. All right, we will move to relievers. This one, honestly, not as impressive as the NL either, but there are, there are some good names here. I think. This was pretty easy for me. Um, I think I went easy. Liam Hendricks, who I have in fantasy this year. Uh, 35 innings, 53 strikeouts. He's got three wins, 21 saves, ERA 257, whip of 0.8. Newman says he sucks. I think Newman's fucking an idiot. Uh, I think he's probably the best closer in baseball. Is that a real good year? Um, no. No. Eh, I mean, not hey. A, not a chance. Not a my chance. argument, right? Um, I took Matt Barnes as well. Had a good year for the Red Sox this year. 59 strikeouts in 35 innings. 18 saves. 257 ERA. 0.83 whip. Same as, basically same as Hendricks. Um, and my last AL pick was Ryan Presley, who I traded to Newman earlier in the year. Thank you. He's got a 1.64 ERA, 0.85 WHIP, 12 saves, four wins, only 41 Ks in 33 innings. Um, so not as much as the other two, but been really solid for the Astros. I think it makes sense that all three relievers come from three good teams. Um, I guess I'll take back to Hendricks. I, I'd say there are better candidates in the NL. Oh yeah, the best closer. <laughs> I forgot about the NL side, um, but yeah, I think all three players easily deserve to be there. 100% agreed with everything you said. I had three relievers. I had everybody that you had um, to your points. I think those are the three best relievers in the AL by far. I'm not going to touch more on it. I had, I gave four relievers, so I will give a nod to Rizal Iglesias of the Angels, who's on my fantasy him. team with 15 saves. He has a case per nine of 14. His fucking fastball is ridiculous. Um, striking out everyone lately. I will say this for the for the AL closers, they're all they've all blown three saves, with the exception of Presley, who's only blown one. And there are guys in the NL who are still fucking perfect, and they're fucking gross. Hey, at least they're not Hector Neris with his six blown saves. Could be worse. No. Or Rafael Montero. I almost put him on the list for as a joke, but <laughs> I had to leave him off. God. All right, so that that'll wrap up the AL. I mean, we were pretty similar on mostly everything. Yeah, we just got to do bench and honorable mentions. Yep. Yeah, I didn't. So I didn't do that. I mean, I I guess so. I have like Gary Sanchez, Altuve, Bichette, and Jose Ramirez. I kind of touched on, but if you guys want to do give your bench, feel free. Uh, I already pretty much said all mine. I have Bichette, Jared Walsh, Matt Olson, Shohei Otani. For me, my bench: Whit Merrifield, leads the league in steals. Matt Olson. Oh I wait, think hold on. This is breaking news. I hate to interrupt. Um, Trevor Bauer placed on seven-day administrative leave amid the sexual assault allegation. That's good. He shouldn't start on Sunday. It's kind of no. I was reading an article about it earlier. Wow, not looking good there. Um, in my bench with Merrifield uh, leads the league in steals. Have him on my fantasy team. Love the guy. Matt Olson just fucking threat to hit home runs every time he steps up to the plate jd martinez has to be on there for me and teoscar hernandez was there for me as well yeah um newman you said you didn't have honorables do you have yeah i do 
my honorables, Nelson Cruz of the Minnesota Twins, Yuli Gurriel, and Jordan Alvarez of the Houston Astros. And I gave Glass now a nod. Um, was super good before he got before he got hurt. Well, he was super good before he had to stop using spider tack or some sort of sunscreen. <laughs> um, honorable mentions for me, Carlos Correa. I think he's had a great year. Jose Altuve and Bo Bichette. Yeah, that's odd. All right, we'll flip over to the NL. I, the NL roster is fucking good. Yeah, it is. Let's, like, we did our shit. catcher though, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was Posey. It was Posey. It was Posey, right? Yeah, so it was Posey, yeah, with Molina in second and Contreras in third. Uh, so we'll start We'll start at first base. Let's call it your first base. Um, I think we'll all have the same first baseman here. I want Freddie Freeman. Uh, he's been real good this year, as have all these guys. I feel like I just keep saying that. 53 runs, 17 homers, 45 RBI, only hitting 260, so a little bit of a decline in the average compared to last year with 341. Um, but Freddie Freeman to me is just a perennial all-star kind of hard to leave the guy off at least the roster. Um, yeah. He's my pick as the starting first baseman. I actually don't have Freddie Freeman. <laughs> um, Neither do I. And Newman, we might have the same guy. Uh, one of my favorite players. And I think he's so underrated is Max Muncy. Um, 18 homers. On my fucking roster. Oh my god, 18 homers. And I wasn't sure because he plays a little second, but he also plays first. But I, I, went I thought about him, but wins above replacement is 4.3. I believe that's like top five in baseball. Like he's just one of the most underrated players. Just hits bombs, gets on base, hitting 265. He's hitting better than Freddie Freeman is. Um, on a good team, obviously, but uh, this guy is far and away one of the most underrated players in baseball, and his on base percentage is 417. Uh, so give me Max Muncy at first base. And I'm sure Newman might have the same. Yep. I also have Max Muncy slugging 566. Uh, there was a time where he had like 30 more walks than strikeouts. So that number is since leveled out. Um, but yeah, I went with Muncy. They did give the nod to Freeman, uh, 48 to 34%. Muncy in second and Rizzo uh, got a nod at third place. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, you guys but, make a good case. Freeman only 1.2 war, 366 OVP. Yeah. I mean, compared to Vlad, they're, they're all kind of dis- – the first basemen that I thought were kind of disappointing, in my opinion. I mean, I thought the AL had three real strong ones in Vlad, Olsen, and Walsh. Yeah, yeah I did too. Even Gurriel is hitting 333. Homer's right, we'll not flip. there, but – We'll flip to second base. This one was fucking ridiculous, in my opinion. Uh, but, Scully, go ahead um, I went Ozzy Albies. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> Ozzy Albies. <laughs> um, Jesus, uh, this is a guy I really hadn't heard much about because the Braves have kind of struggled this year. It's been Acuna or nobody that the MLB talks about, probably just because they're in love with the guy. Um, but 50 runs, 15 homers, 57 RBIs, 12 steals, hitting 265. Average isn't quite what you want to see out of an All Star. But 15th ranked player in fantasy. I think he's just an underrated guy. He kind of struggled last year, if I remember correctly. And really not nothing to write home about six homers, 271 average. Um, but just an everyday player for the Braves, real good defensively too. And he's going to get my nod. Um, 
I had Adam Frazier with the Pittsburgh Pirates. I think this guy deserves some major props this year. One of the top guys in average, one of the top guys in, uh, in total bases. Dude just gets on and seemingly gets like a hit or two in every game. Uh, on-base percentage creeping near 400, hitting 326, 101 hits. That's top, like one of the tops in baseball. War of 2.5. Just love what this guy's been able to do. Had him in one of my leagues earlier in the year. Dropped him like a fool. Dropped Brian Reynolds like a fool. Just did a lot of stupid things. Uh, but this guy deserves some props, and I think uh, I think he should be getting the start at the second. Yeah, I went Frazier as well, so I won't touch on him. But I do want to touch on a guy who wasn't even a finalist in Jake Cronenworth, who arguably could have been the starter. I mean, 86 hits, 12 homers, led all second baseman, I believe, in the NL, 34 ribbies, three steals, hitting 282. And I don't understand how he was not a finalist. Um, they Adam gave that spot. Mention. They gave it to Gavin Lux as the th- as third place. Uh, Frazier <laughs> took it. Uh, Albies finished in second pretty oh, close let's go yeah Frazier did get it but for the fact that Cronenworth wasn't on there is fucking ridiculous in my opinion I think Frazier's um, deserving Albies has basically Sam Moore though 2.3 I think it was close yeah. I did think that one, that one was really close for me uh Maybe shortstop we got everyone together I know uh, I think I think quick, we, Newman um, yeah. honestly I didn't include Frazier at all I would totally forgot about him because I was thinking the only Pittsburgh Pirate would be Brian Reynolds yeah, we talked a little about it, like off the record. You and like, I talked about it. Yeah. I said Reynolds over Frazier, which is why he's it. not on my roster. Right. Yeah. No, that's fair. All right, we'll flip to short. See if Evan and I can keep this streak alive. I think we will here. I think we all will. <laughs> Tatis. Oh yeah, Tatis. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, highest OPS, twenty six bombs, seventeen steals, slugging seven hundred. God, I should yeah. have got him from you when he was struggling at the beginning. Of the I know year. you should have. Instead, I made a stupid offer for a guy who's – I give you a guy who's now in AAA. Oh. Yeah, little little disappointed to uh, to see Trey Turner. Mercedes. Oh, Mercedes. Yeah, that was a terrible offer. Yeah. Um, Trey Turner left off the finalist list. Kind of disappointed oh. to see that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's I actually unbelievable. thought – I, when I made my list, I didn't look at who they picked either. Uh, and I was like, oh, someone's going to argue for Trey Turner. And I'm like, oh, he's not even a finalist. The fuck? Uh, so they went with Javi Baez, who got second. Oh, uh, come wasn't, on, dude. It wasn't. That guy swings at everything outside of the strike zone. He how? Sucks. He's how? 30. It wasn't close. It was 64% to 19. Uh, and then Brandon Crawford got a nod in third place. Okay. I did think about Which... Crawford. Um, I didn't include him, but I do have Trey Turner on my bench. Yeah, Trey Turner I, have him was, saw, I think I have him on my bench. I can't believe he was not there. That's the um, thing about – wait, who was the other guy you said? Um, oh, yeah, Crawford. Dude plays fantastic uh, defensive shortstop. So, that's another huge draw for him. Yeah, I agree. I was fine with him on the list. He's the Javi inclusion is just disgrace. Just because he's on the cover of a video game doesn't mean he's fucking good. I know. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll jump to third. I think this is where Evan and I might disagree. We might here. I took Manny Machado. <laughs> Looking for a reaction. It's a laugh. Um, I'll be honest. The NL I kind of struggled with because there's like just a bunch of guys. Uh, Chris Bryant is on my bench. Um, kind of felt like giving it to him. I don't know. <laughs> Machado. Eh, the numbers are good. Like the numbers are good, but I don't know. I, it was tough for me. Um, I have an honorable mention, Ryan McMone, who – 
could play third base. Um, that might even deserve more laughs. <laughs> he's an honorable mention. Colin, I that's have fair, him on my fair, fantasy team. I real quick, what Look, I was trying to include every team. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. I just want to tell you what he's done. Uh, he is. I know hitting he's hitting one sixty-one the last he's, two weeks. He's he struggled lately. Riding I my bench. You. I fleeced you. No, I got one. Um, Winker's hitting under two hundred days. Do give me two, three home run games. Oh, boohoo. Evan, who do you got? Third base. We might honestly agree because that's the way we're going. I took someone maybe a little off the board here. I went Justin Turner. Yes. <laughs> Again, let's go. You guys uh, this dumb. was tough. I'm so sick of the hype about guys like Nolan Arenado and and Manny Machado. People like you, Colin, that just egg on the narrative. Uh, Justin Turner deserves to be the starter. 12 homers, 40 ribbies, OPS uh, creeping near one, I believe, Newman. Uh, if I'm wrong, let me know. His average near 300. The dude just gets on base, gets clutch hits, hits bombs, walks a lot, doesn't strike out a ton. So uh, for me, he's had a great year and deserves the nod. Uh, and I don't think Arenado's done enough. I think he only has 16 homers. A guy like that by now, you would expect maybe around like Tatis land, about 25. Just has had an underwhelming season. I can't make him my starter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, turn. Justin Turner, OPS 854. Um, this was my hardest one. I did everything and had to go back to this one between uh, Turner and Arenado, but I, I gave the nod to Turner. I just feel like he's been so fucking good this year. Um, 12 homers, obviously. It's lagging almost 500, so I'm glad we agree. And my series just went off. Let me let me make a case here. Uh, Machado, 2.8 war. He's got 70 hits. I'm guessing Turner has more. 12 homers. 259, but 43 runs, which is more than Turner, 50 RBIs, 10 more than Turner, also nine steals. I'd say Machado better defensively, and the slugging OPS is not too far behind, 452 slugging, 789 OPS. No, I considered him. I think he's fair. Uh, so Arenado uh, got the nod, 40% to 34 to Justin Turner in second, and then Chris Bryant in third. So Machado not even on the list, which I thought was annoying. Um, I mean, Arenado he should be in over Brian. Arenado um, would have been fourth to me personally. I think, yeah, I agree. Well, but that's I the mean, thing. A guy like that, like you would have thought about twenty-five homers by now, just by how hyped up he is. You can't. The expectations have been higher for him, and you can't just make him the starter just because of the name recognition. It's not fair. All right, outfield time. We're definitely not going to agree on these. There's too many options, but uh, we might, Newman. Newman, me and you are like in sync here. I know we won't agree on the pitchers because Scully and I agree on the pitchers. Yeah, no, um, no, I'll give you, you my three outfielders. This was tough to me. I left one guy off that probably deserves a start, but he's at least on my roster. Um, I have Nick Castellanos in my left field slot, Ronald Acuna Jr. in center, and Jesse Winker in right. Um, I think it's really hard to make a case against any of these guys. All three of them have had phenomenal years. The stats are not loading for me right now. Um, Castellanos, I'm pretty sure leads the league in average with 346, 53 runs, 16 homers, 53 RBI. Really keeping the Reds afloat. Um, Acuna, same deal, keeping the Braves afloat. 63 runs, 55 – or sorry – 63 runs, 22 homers, 48 RBI, 16 steals, hitting 283. And I know Winker has struggled the past couple weeks, Evan, 
but still 56 runs, 19 homers, 48 RBI, and he's hitting 322. Uh, I do know that Winker got the start, at least one of them, because I saw something about that. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how you can make a case for anyone else. I get Schwarber, who's on my reserves, and maybe Brian Reynolds. He's also on my reserves. Agree with absolutely everything that you said. I had the same three guys, and then I had the same two guys on my bench. Um, Love the Reds, two outfielders, have at least one of them in both leagues, which is great. Love what they've been able to do. Castellanos just coming off like a seven RBI game where he hit a grand slam. Like, this dude's for real. Like, I'm definitely keeping him in one league. Winker, I'm definitely keeping in the other. And then Acuna's Acuna, uh, one of the best players in baseball. Um, it's really all I can add to that. Well, well said. I'm with you three. Uh I think this was an easy choice. I also had Reynolds as an honorable mention. Uh, funny enough, Reynolds not in the nine finalists. Uh, and who was the other guy? Who was the other guy you said? He's not in the finalists either. Kyle Schwarber? Schwarber is not in the finalists. Bruh, come on. Does now. anybody the- watch baseball? No, no well, one. No one clearly watches the Nationals if they're leaving Turner and Schwarber off. Come on. Well, Soto made a finalist. So the finalists were Soto, uh, Mike Estremski, Jack Peterson, Bryce Harper. Fifth place was Chris Taylor. Fourth was Betts. And then they agreed on our, our three. Oh, well, well, it's clear. Those three by far. It wasn't oh, that yeah. was not even hard for me. That was like the no. first thing I entered. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd like to shout out Brian Reynolds real quick. I have him. Uh, yeah. 40. 45 runs, 14 homers, 45 RBI, hitting 312. Had an absolute dud of a year last year. Hit 189 after a great rookie year. Um, this guy's going to be a star for Pittsburgh for the next five to ten years. Same as Cabrian Hayes. Same as Adam Frazier, honestly. Uh, it's a good core they got going on in Pittsburgh. Still a lot of issues, but they should be encouraged by what they have in Reynolds and Frazier. And they shouldn't get rid of them. People were saying trade them God, uh, at no. this deadline. I, I don't think you can. The fact that Schwarber, 25 homers, he's got 16 in the last month. How can he not be a finalist? 12 in his last two weeks, even four in his last week. Like, it's just, <laughs> what the fuck? I know. Ridiculous. Uh, so we'll we'll go to pitching now. I know Scully and I have the three same starters, but uh, I'll let you I'll let you talk about them a little bit. Yeah, I mean, no conversation. Jacob deGrom's my starter. Um, and then my three starters, I know Newman only did three. I did four. I have Kevin Gosman, who I think is the second no-brainer. And then after that, it gets complicated because the NL really has a lot of great pitchers. No, I have Woodruff, Evan. I know you're going to you. say Woodruff. I have Woodruff. Um, there's a couple of guys I left off. I didn't include Walker Bueller. I didn't include Max Scherzer. I went Zach Wheeler as my fourth. And I'll tell you why Zach Wheeler got that huge contract, really earning it. 106 innings, six wins, 130 Ks, 2.20 ERA, 0.97 whip. I mean, people kind of were like, eh, not really that impressed last year. Only 53 strikeouts and 71 innings. After you give him 130 million, you expect him to really be an ace. And I think he has been this year. Been phenomenal in his last month, especially. 38 strikeouts and 31 and a third, two thirds, two wins, 1.44 ERA, 1.05 whip. It's been a star for the Phillies. Yeah. So for me, I had Jacob DeGrom, obviously. Brandon Woodruff was my two. Gosman was my three. 
And four was where I had a hard time. I think the first three are pretty Corbin obvious. Corbin Burns also deserves to be in that conversation. I think he deserves yeah. it. Uh, one guy I think is just getting completely overlooked, and I put him as my fourth just because I think this dude should get some get some talk get, should get talked about. I want Trevor Rogers. Um, ninety two innings pitched. Uh, he's only given up five home runs. Uh, he has an ERA of 2.14, which I believe is lower than Zach Wheeler's. Uh, he started 16 games, struck out 110 batters, um, seven wins, got a war of almost three. So this is a guy who's still young, former first-round pick, but I absolutely love what he's been able to do this year. And I dropped him in in the clubhouse combos league like a fucking idiot. Um, so I'm not sure what I'm doing there. Bad GMing uh, for, for me really all year in both leagues, but – uh, love this guy, and um, I think he deserves to be talked about. Yep, I agree with everything you guys said. I have DeGrom as my starter. I have Gosman, and then I knew Evan would touch on Woodruff, so I left him off, and I went with Zach Wheeler. Uh, shout out to a guy that's probably not going to make it, Sandy Alcantara with the Marlins, who's an inning-eating fucking machine uh, for my fantasy team. He's pitched two complete games in a row and lost both because his team can't manufacture a fucking run. Poor guy. Um, yep. So I would shout him out, even though he won't make it. What's Got up, Scully? One more shout out. Um, a guy you wouldn't even think to talk about since the Brewers have Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns, but Freddie yep. Peralta has been absolutely un- unbelievable this year. 87 innings, 122 strikeouts, seven wins, a 2.17 ERA, and a .87 whip. I, I'm guessing he's probably not even going to be on the finalist list, which is just a disgrace um yeah arguably could be over there i mean woodruff has been great this year but peralta's ranked higher i believe oh no woodruff's 11 i think corbin burns is below him yeah but peralta more strikeouts than woodruff um same amount of wins let me look at burns burns yeah what peralta more strikeouts than both a better era than burns and three more wins than burns as well um so yeah really deserves some recognition yeah Probably shouldn't have jumped off the Brewers train when I did because clearly that train's just taken off ever since I Brewers train's riding on without you, buddy. It's kind of sad because, man, I defended them so hard over the Braves, and they are by far so much better than the Braves. So just everyone can fucking fuck off with that the the stupid hate that I got at the beginning of the year, uh, calling out the Braves and loving on the Brewers. I I was just a little hesitant with the offense, but here they are scoring 14 runs in like two games. So with a one really three like wrong. that, yeah. hey, it's it's not too late to hop back on. I'll slow the train down for you. Please, I'm do. thinking about I, fucking getting on that train. Pretty I gotta soon. get hop back on, boys. on that train. Why why did I hop off? I love their starting pitching. That was just stupid of me. Yeah, I know. The I don't know. They're underachieving. They suck. Yeah. But, I mean, certainly those NL pitchers are fucking way better than the, the AL oh, pitchers. Yeah. Even one more uh, to shout out, you Darvish. 2.44 ERA, whip under one at .94, and he's only lost two games in 16 starts, and he's got seven wins. So, another good one. I mean, just yeah. so many good, good options. In the I'll give I'll give a quick shout to Luis Castillo after his disastrous start. His last seven, he's been, his ERA has been 1.7, but fucking ridiculous ridiculously good in his last seven um wait how much real quick newman how how much do you think it plays into the nl not having a dh oh it's play because you get to pitch to the fucking pitcher every time like your the the strikeouts are way higher 
I think that's you know? just, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think that's a huge part I mean, think about the that's... difference between fucking Brandon Woodruff grabbing a bat and J.D. Martinez or Shohei Otani grabbing a bat. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm I'm such a fan of Universal DH. Not because, like, like I, I like seeing the pitchers hit, but just for fairness for the AL pitchers. Like, I think it's only fair. Like, when it comes to contract time and they don't have as many yeah. strikeouts, like, it's not fair. Yeah, and you got to, like, hit those strikeout bonuses, too. It's like you kind of get a little dicked if you're in the AL. Especially when you have pitchers, like, not even taking the bat off their shoulder. It's fucking – besides DeGrom. DeGrom's hitting, like, 500. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right, so we'll go to relief pitchers to round it out. I think these guys were fucking insane. This was hard as well. I went Josh Hader in Milwaukee. I'm guessing this is, this is probably your best closer. Yeah, that's what oh, yeah. I would say as well. 32 and a third, two thirds, three wins, 20 saves, 55 Ks, 0.55 ERA, and 0.73 whip. Um, besides being, uh, what is he, homophobic? Oh, I have no I That was like 20 years ago. I have no fucking idea. Oh, I didn't even. You don't um, remember that? No. I do I was, remember that. that was I was going to make a joke about it, but since neither of you remember, I was going to say, besides being homophobic, he's a fucking great pitcher. <laughs> um, yeah, he's one of my all-stars. Craig Kimbrell, who's really revived his career this year. 30 innings, 20 saves, 52 Ks, 0.59 ERA, and a better whip than Hader with 0.66. Arguably, right in the conversation of best closer this year. Um, and then Alex Reyes, who you could even put in that conversation. He's 20 of 20 on saves, 37 and two-thirds. He's got four wins. 51 Ks, 0.96 ERA, the whip 1.27, a little high, had a walk problem earlier in the year, but he's been amazing for the Cardinals as well. I, I think those three are the most deserving, in my opinion. Who was your other guy besides Hader and Reyes? Uh, Craig Kimbrell. Okay. Uh, I had two out of the three. I had Hader, I had Reyes, I had Melanson instead. Uh, leads the league in saves, I believe. He's done a great job. Uh, closing out games and we really weren't sure how or even who was going to be the closer was it going to be hill was it going to be Pomerant? he's got 30 strikeouts and a 2.27 era how can you even include him over kimbrell well he leads the league in saves a by we, five what, what was kimbrell's 0.59 with a 0.66 whip melanson's is 1.27 get the fuck yeah, out i of didn't here. even look i didn't even look at stats so this is just off the top of my head Get you looked at here. stats and said Ryan McMahon is a bench player, so I, I would. No, say that's he was an honorable mention, not a bench player. Fuck that's you. That's even worse. Um, so Melanson for me, yeah, you can make the case for Kimbrel. I didn't look at stats, so. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Scully Hater. Uh, twenty to twenty has not given up has not given up a home run yet. Knock on wood. That's uh, only closer that's left insane. who hasn't. Uh, two earned runs allowed ever uh, this season. Same with Kimbrel, who I had was my number two. two uh, and his case for nine is higher than haters. Just um, a disgrace, Evan. You should be ashamed yeah. of yourself. Pretty good walkout song. Uh, Hater also with a good walkout song. <laughs> Reyes, I put as uh, my three, 20 for 20, a sub one year. I don't know his walkout song. Uh, honorable mention to Edwin Diaz, the former Mariner. Best walkout song in the league. Uh Three earned runs allowed in save situations, and he's 17-18. He's fucking incredible. Except when it's a non-save situation, and he loses every time. Uh, every but, closer loses in those spots. But he does have the best walkout song, so I wanted to give him an honorable mention. 
Uh, also, just real quick, well, real quick on Kimbrell, dude. I thought this dude died after last year. I was gonna say he had a fucking ERA of five point two eight last year and in a whip of one point four three. I thought he was washed, but oh. clearly I was sleeping on this dude. He's fantastic numbers this year. Well, just to, to pose a question, the the Cubs are kind of sliding down the standings now. Do you think they sell Kimbrell? I heard they were gonna sell Kimbrell earlier in the year. I mean, you could probably get a fucking king's ransom at this point. He's been so good. I don't know. They're if three the and Cubs, seven in their last ten. I think they might move him. If I'm the Cubs, I have a hard time selling. If I'm the Cubs, I'm fucking just getting rid of this core. I mean, like Bryant, he's on my bench. Um, obviously, I gave Kimbrel the nod, but like Javi Baez isn't as good as everyone thought he was going to be. Anthony Rizzo's on the decline. None of their moves have really paid off in the last five years, I'd say. And besides the World no. Series, like since then, it's just been a disappointment for the Cubs. I think it's time to move on. And their pitching's bad. Their starters yeah. are bad. Hendricks besides is the Hendricks. only pitcher there. Their bullpen's really fucking good. Hendricks is even, at times this year, has struggled. I know he gave up like seven runs to the Brewers, just laying freaking fastballs right down the middle. Well, he throws like 89 miles an hour. That's, that's the bad. thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, he's good off speed, though. Um, so the Cubs, still, I, I still love Rizzo and I love Bryant. And Baez is still, I think, good. He's just got to figure it out. So I don't, I, that's why I have a hard time selling is because I actually still like the core. And with Contreras in there, too, Ian Happ, there's five guys right there. And it's like, well, Baez is a free agent this year. That's true. I mean, Contreras, in my opinion, is the best catcher in the league. His arm is a fucking cannon. Holy shit. He's a great catcher for sure. Do you guys have bench for NL that you want to touch on? I had everybody I've already mentioned. Trey Turner, Brian Reynolds, Kyle Schwarber, Chris Bryant. Um, My honorable mentions real quick. I talked about pretty much all of them as well. Max Scherzer, Freddie Peralta. I have Chris Taylor on there. He's had a great year, deserves some recognition. And then I'll stick by my McMahon pick. Fuck you. I'm including all 30 <laughs> teams. Um, bench for me, Kyle Schwarber, who really in the AL probably would have started. Freddie Freeman, Trey Turner, Brian Reynolds, honorable mentions, just – or, well, that was before I had changed. Uh, Eduardo Escobar is there for me on a bad team. I think he's had a good year. Jake Cronenworth was on there as well. And then, yeah, that's probably about it. And Chris Bryant, but then again, he's hurt right now, and I don't even know how much of an honorable mention. Yeah. Scully, do you have a do you have a Seattle pick since you're including all the teams? If I had to include, it would be Mitch Haniger. Um, besides yeah, the right. average, which sets him, like I said earlier, we we're talking about it. Every other number is there, but two fifty nine is just not all star quality to me. Um, I know I included a couple guys in the two sixties, two seventies. Realistically, you want to see an all-star at 280 or higher, uh, preferably like around 300, personally. Um, but, yeah, if I had to give a nod, it would probably be to Haniger. although I know J.P. Crawford has been sneaky good this year. Yes. He's been sneaky good. I would agree. I would go Haniger. Uh, J.P. Crawford's a good one. Kikuchi's another good one. Yeah. Um, I, thought, I actually thought about Kikuchi as an honorable mention. Yeah. Yeah, he's been lights out. Picked him up this year. He's been good. Yeah, so I would probably say Mitch if I had to pick from Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. That about wraps it up, gentlemen. Is there anything we want to touch on before my rant? No, please get started. I'll set a timer. Somebody needs to get me a timer. Um, I got you. 
for those who don't follow me on Twitter at Colin Scully 23, you might want to. No, 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 restart. I'm not ready. Oh, oh, oh I thought you were ready. All right. I'm pulling up the, the die, uh, whatever it's called, the fucking. Picture. Oh, the, the tweet. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Well, Colin, um, you're just a hard ass. I'm fitting it between, uh, within the entire two minutes. You got you can't go five seconds over. No, you got to be efficient. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I know. That's the whole point. It's supposed to be fun and quick in two minutes. So uh, <laughs> I'm ready when you are, Newman. All right. All right. Take it away. So PPF posted this graphic. Uh, NFL's best rosters. One Bucks, two Chiefs, three Browns, four Bills, five Ravens, six Packers, seven Rams. I really have no issue with the top six besides some ordering. Eight Dallas Cowboys. Wrong. Nine Minnesota Vikings. Very wrong. Ten Denver Broncos. Extremely wrong. Um I tweeted this this morning, my top 10, Dan Hayes, shout out Dan Hayes, friend of the program, replied to me. Um, I'm trying to pull that up right now. I did like some things I saw on Dan's list, but my list, one, Tampa Bay, two, Cleveland, three, Kansas City, four, Buffalo, five, Baltimore, six, LA Rams, seven, Green Bay Packers, eight, Miami Dolphins, nine, San Francisco 49ers, 10, Washington football team. To include... To include fucking Denver, Minnesota, and Dallas, all teams that picked in the – what was Minnesota pick 14? Dallas was top 10. Denver was 10. Just despicable. They did not improve that much this offseason. Denver's quarterback is still Drew fucking Locke. I mean, come on. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, I don't care. They're both bad. Um, Minnesota, a lot of holes on that defense. And the Dallas Cowboys had the worst defense in football that didn't improve much at all this offseason. Dan tweeted back, Tampa, I like – KC, eh, eh, I guess. Rams at three, not a bad pick, but I'd still put Cleveland ahead of them. He has Cleveland four, Buffalo five, Green Bay six, uh, San Francisco seven, Baltimore eight, Denver nine. Dan, I'm going to flame you. That's awful. I'm sorry. It's awful. Without the quarterback, you just can't get there. And nine, uh, ten, New Orleans Saints, which I understand, but again, to my quarterback point, Winston, without the quarterback, you can't get in my top ten. Um but yeah, I think PPF, which I normally really respect, um, just awful. And that's the end of my rant. But thank you very much. Good rant. I agree. Thank you. I mean, um, go ahead, Newman. Like Dallas, Dallas and Minnesota, I think if you were doing top 10 offenses on paper, I would probably would put them on the list. But the defense yeah. is shit. I, in my opinion, KC is number two. Um, could even be number one at this point. Like all they needed to do was address the O-line and they spent all their fucking money on it. So like they're a complete team now. I see the argument for Cleveland though. I think you can't argue with that top four. I mean, we talked about so. it with Logan and uh, I felt like I just needed to stick by my take with Cleveland over KC roster. Right. Um, I fair. still like Cleveland's defense more than Kansas City's. I don't, it's fucking Denver. Holy shit. What the That's fuck? bad. Like the receivers are young and unproven. The defense, the defense is good. I'll give them that. But you know, who know? Like, who's their running back right now? It's Gordon, fumble machine. Fuck that guy. Didn't they get someone new? Yeah, they, they drafted did. that kid out of UNC, Williams. I like him, but, but Melvin Gordon's a fumble machine. The thing is, though, there's so many. There's just so many better offenses. I take the Chargers offense. I take the Pats offense. I take. I mean, my God, the, the list just goes on and on. And that's just I am the Pats offense. You have Nelson Aguilar as your your guy. We have. I, I take the line. Pats over the Broncos. Yeah. Over Judy no. and Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton's so underrated. Yeah, I agree. Hurt. The Hurt. offense, the offensive line, so much better. I'll give the Patriots QB position as well, and I'll give the running back committee Tight over Denver's. 
and the tight ends. No. I like Fant, but way too many drops last year. Give me Hunter and Hunter Henry and Jonah Smith over Noah Fant and my fucking right nut sack. Or right nut, not sack. Take Hunter Henry. Be on the lookout when he gets injured in training camp. You'll fucking cry. Well, You'll be on be the on lookout, lookout for, for a top Sutton. 10 pick this year with the scummy Chargers. No, I think we were a fringe playoff team this year. Um, real quick, real quick. I've, uh, I've called, I mean, I've called Sam Gerard trash on this show for his performance for that, that like games three through seven, six or whatever. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to call another person trash real quick. Uh, Gary Bettman's trash. Uh, and he's simply trash for saying, quote, um, our officials are not only the best hockey officials in the world. They're the best officials in any sport. Uh, sorry, that is wrong. You honest, that's you're clearly not paying attention to the games. He has to say that, though. He has to say it, but but he's not recognizing the problem. There's a problem, and he could be like, "Yeah, we have to do something. We have to train our officials more." That Gary Bettman's my trash person uh, for this week. Yeah, I'd honestly argue they are the best officials out of the four sports, though. I think they are the best out of the four sports, but they've had a real poor showing this year. Well, they sent Chris Lee home, I think. So that's yeah, a good start. Which is good. But, like, you can't keep missing the blatant slashes in the legs, the high sticks. I, I mean, I I hate to go back to it, but you go back to the Bergeron, um, delay a game, miss call, and then you call one on him. You get the cross checks. And it's just shit. It's shit, man. It's shit. I Honestly, what an L for, the, for hockey to have Montreal – Against Tampa, my God, what a crime! It has don't been. sell out on don't sell out on Montreal yet. Oh, it God. just hasn't been entertaining hockey. It's Tampa just dominating the zone. Yep, haven't watched any any of the series, and I don't want to. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you watched Game Two, Montreal dominated. They should have won. If not for Vaz, if anyone else was in the goal, Montreal would have won. Yeah, that's 100%. what I'm so sick of hearing. If not for Vazzy, I'm so fucking sick of hearing it. Yeah. Well, he's he's great. That's the great thing. Shut the fuck up. Fuck Tampa, they're gonna repeat, and you know. Why don't what? you go live in Tampa? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, well, where do we ship them? Do we ship them to Seattle, L.A., or Tampa Bay? Where do we send them? Let's send them to miserable, rainy, wet Seattle. Yeah. Go work uh, at Starbucks. Starbucks. They're having oh. a major heat wave. Newman's gonna make sure he needs the ACs in that hundred five degree weather. I will yeah. say Newman's house beautifully. Beautiful insulated home. with air conditioning. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We'll be back yeah. there for the next episode. I'm sure. Before we, uh, before we close though, by the way, congrats to Mississippi state. They, they took College it. World Series winners. One hitter from Bedner and Lucas Sims fucking dominated. I wonder if it would have been any different had NC state had a chance to play in game three. I don't Mississippi state is too good. I think so as well, but you never know. Never know. Was um, it Walker that pitched? It was Rocker. The defense fucking yeah, screwed him a couple four times. Yeah, five innings, I think. Yeah, three errors that screwed him. He would have been out of a couple That's... of those gems, but they they hit fucking like crazy. Yeah, um, future plans for the pod. Obviously, 20th episode. Uh, we've had some pretty awesome guests thus far. Looking to build on that. Next week, good friend Christian Petrie is coming on. To discuss some MLB just midseason talk. Um, it's the All Star break next weekend, which is just so poorly scheduled. Um, they're doing the home run derby on Monday, All Star game on Tuesday. It's just 
what the fuck are you doing, MLB? Make it a weekend. Um, but, yeah, stuff to look forward to from the boys, and we appreciate the following uh, and the continued support. Anything else you guys want to add? Thank you. Hit the nail on the head. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Your bets.